Eric, what are you doing this weekend? Same thing I do every weekend, Jeff. I'm going to MetLife Stadium with my fireman's cap, jumping on someone's shoulders, and calling myself Fireman Ed. Really? I guarantee that's what I'm doing. Your name isn't Ed, and you're not a Jets fan. Listen, they won this week. All right, so get back on that bandwagon, because football season's only just begun, and it already feels like the playoffs at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where millionaires are being crowned all season long. Jeff, it sounds like you're saying one-week fantasy at DraftKings means no season-long commitments? That's exactly what I'm saying. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Name your team what you want. You can name them Breeze. Breeze what? Breeze Nuts. (laughs) And with a million bucks up for grabs every week, every game is the big game, and every play matters. So first and ten in the first quarter feels like fourth and goal with one second left? And a long touchdown run could mean more than just a victory for your favorite team. It could mean you've turned your love of football into a million-dollar payday. This is not fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hurry to DraftKings.com right now, and I'm going to use the promo code REAL, R-E-A-L, to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. I'm going to enter R-E-A-L for free entry now. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. John Candy Fist, a.k.a. Nuck if you Uncle Buck. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Six Gold Teeth, a.k.a. Project Pat Riley. It's ASAP Fur. Yeah, and this is the Waste of Time with It's The Real. <laughs> Fur, thank you for coming to South Harlem. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. course. Yeah. Was there any reason in your life that you would come down to the Upper West Side? Well, I was just hanging around, actually. I was with my uncle, so I was just like, man, it's perfect because I'm in the hood, so <laughs> I stopped by. You were just telling us that you were in London working on a movie? Yeah, a uh, film, short fashion film with Astrid Anderson. How'd it go? It went really good. It's yeah. dope. It's like some, it reminds me of like some old like Missy, uh, I Can't Stand the Rain, Hype Williams type crazy like video with the crazy colors. Like She's really dope. Shout out to Astrid. Were you wearing a plastic bag? <laughs> no, nah, it's something similar though. <laughs> very, very stylish though. You have your second album coming out. Yep. Relatively soon. Yep. How do you feel about that? I feel really good. This is actually like my first album. If you want to be like politically correct, the uh, the the first album was um, well, the first mixtape, Trap Lord. It was like a mixtape album type thing. They just wanted to see like where I was at. We put it out kind of like independently, just to see like. You know, where I stood as far as my fan base and where I was at. I never put out a project before that. Right. No mixtapes, no nothing. So um, that was just basically to see where my status was at. But now this is like the official, like, you know, we're going to have a big rollout for this album. That's cool. Yeah. If, it, if it means anything, by the way, people like Baby Sam and Russ Jones and Monet over at RCA, <laughs> they were all like... Shout out to them, too. Yeah, they were all like... With that, with that first project, they mm-hmm. were all like, there's smashes on here. Yeah. Like, they knew it way before... Oh, man. They were like, yeah. Um, I mean, like the New York Times was on it, Catanica. Yeah. So, so as far as I'm like, very proud of it too. You should yeah, be, yeah. yeah. So it, this isn't like Rocky what, what, had said. What we're saying is that we're proud of it. That's I think right. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Rocky had said like maybe he wasn't so proud of his first project or it didn't come out as as the way he wanted it. That's not what you're saying about this project. Nah. You're just saying this is more official. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. This is like the like this is the album. Like, the first one was an album because it was all, like, you know, original tracks and stuff. Yeah. You know, but this is, like, my official, like, coming out, like, you know, grand entry, like, you know. (laughs) Does that mean you went into it, like, knowing that this was going to be a specific project and you wanted 
each track to say something and work as a cohesive definitely, unit. Definitely, and I, I've I've did it with with Trap Lord, basically. But um, it's just like this has like more of like I just feel like more of a bigger presence because you know the people who heard what I can do. I feel like you know a lot of artists they got to put out work to prove themselves first. I feel like Trap Lord was me proving myself and showing you what I had, and now it's like I get to put out this. You know, grand album or like piece of art. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you literally put out work to prove yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, work Shaba and you know work remix Shaba remix with Shaba ranks on it. Busta Rhymes and Migos and you know I had two like really good smash you know joints and even with the Ferg Forever mixtape. You know, I had MIA on there. I had Big Sean on there. Mm-hmm. And that was just something I gave away for free. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I think it's time for people to get, like, you know, this this really good art I've been sitting on for a while. Well, all right. Not not to scare everyone at RCA, mm-hmm. but how much do album sales really mean to you? Like, because most of your fans support you. Right. But if you give them a free project out there, they're still going to download it. with, And then the hope then is that they'll show up at shows. I mean, I don't think about album sales too much. I, I'm I travel a lot. I do a lot of tours and stuff. I don't I don't really you know get into the. I think that's a labels game. Yeah, that's the game that they play. But I really don't. I just worry about the art and putting out dope music and trying to change the game and innovate music and change music sound and you know do creative things. I don't really worry about the 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 selling or whatever. If if I sell a lot, great, perfect. <laughs> like. I, Hell yeah, that's good. But I don't I don't worry about it. So you went to the high school of art and design. Yep. Same high school as Fab, same high school as Mob Deep, same high school as who am I forgetting? Calvin Klein. Pharaoh Monch. Pharaoh Monch. Wow. Uh, Mark Jacobs. Uh, You're not on the Wikipedia page. Man, I was, I gotta holla at them now. <laughs> <laughs> um Did you guys have a sports team? Uh we did. It was a basketball team. What was the name? I don't even remember. I think it was Bulldogs or something like that. That feels like a not art school name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should art school have like a basketball team? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Were you guys any good? I guess not. I don't know. I probably went to like two games and my cousin's my cousin team actually Norman Thomas played against my team and they started fighting and shit. So, really? Yeah. So like, whose side do you take? I'm cool that? on I'm cool on the basketball game <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Did you enjoy high school? Yeah, hell yes. But I love junior high school though. Junior yeah. high school was popping because high school was like all arts. You had the golf kids and just different people. The like golf kids, go- golf, like golf. Oh, golf. Yeah, oh, golf. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you said golf too. Yeah. I was like, I thought yeah, you was like, they yeah, like, like wearing all black and like painting their nails black, and you know, it's a bunch of artists, a bunch of different people. By the way, that sounds exactly like ASAP Rocky's first album. Just goth. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, none of them went to my school, <laughs> but um. You know, junior high school was, like, in the hood. It was in the Heights. So it was, like, all the Spanish girls and all the black girls and stuff. So I was, I was, that was my world for so, a while. So what was the process like? Do you, do you apply to get into your high school then? Mm-hmm. And you had to, you had to um, submit uh, basically a portfolio of a bunch of different artwork and stuff like that. Right. And what was your concentration going to be? Um, I was doing fashion, so that was my major. So I just, like sent in a bunch of drawings like a you you had to do like a a fine arts piece you had to do like fashion and you know i went to programs that helped me put it together so i actually applied to art and design fashion industries and um some other school and you always had the graphic arts i think yeah so you you just wanted to like leave the area go to a, a, a 
Well, my father went to Art and Design. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, and we had like the, some of the same teachers. So so you're a legacy. So that Ferg Forever thing is for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Are you going to continue uh, Ferg 54? Um, that not, was his clothing line? Yeah, that's yeah. him. Ferg 54 is him. I'm Ferg 27. That's half of 54. So you go to, you go to the high school. Was that like... You, now you're like meeting all new people. You're starting yeah. fresh. How was that for a ninth grader? I didn't like it at first because I just felt like everybody in the school wasn't into what I was into. Like I was into like getting fly and yeah. like just, you know, you know, my school, like where I was from. Well, what, where I went to junior high school was different. Like you've seen like my excitement, my excitement was like fights during lunch like the <laughs> girls like cutting class getting fly girls coming to my classroom to see what i had on and like i was a pop a real popular kid in junior high school so like that was like my fun and then i was like damn i'm about to go all the way downtown and i know all these people is different but i got used to it and it was cool good experience what would you do during like lunch breaks were you allowed to like leave hell no <laughs> I used to sneak out to school, though, <laughs> and go across the street and get a sandwich and come back into school. Like, out a door or out a window? Out the gym door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what is popping on, like, East 56th Street? Well, you had the cathedral, which was um, this girls, all-girls high school, and mm-hmm. we used to just wait for them to come out. <laughs> Yo, those girls like to misbehave. Yeah. yeah, because they don't see boys for a real long it's time. It's all so, girls yeah. there? It's all girls yeah. there. And I had a little sister that went there, so she used to, like, you know, she used to hook it up. Did all she? The time. She was like, "Yo, I got a brother that go to art and design." She's you're like your wing girl. Yeah, yeah. I always I got an aunt my age too. She used to do the same thing. She's like my age, and we went to junior high school together. She used to be uh, basically like the class president, so yeah. she had all the girls' numbers. So I would just <laughs> go through the list and just circle whichever girl I wanted. We just be calling them. How'd that work out? It worked out yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. So you go you go to that school, you're not liking it at first, right. but slowly but surely you start to make friends and appreciate what you're getting out of that education. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, I met a lot of great um, people there, a lot of co- good connects. A lot of my good friends is from there, uh, AWOL, who created uh, the first video, mm-hmm. actually, with uh, me and Rocky, Get High. He shot that video. That's the first video he ever shot. Really? You know, now he has like an art gallery in L.A., He's doing big things. And, you know, Jay West, who uh, worked on my first album cover with me and the Bape collab I did. My bro, uh, L.A., who he also does art. And my boy, uh, Antoine, who draws and stuff as well. So I met a lot of good relationships that I still, you know, keep in touch with today. So you're from uh, Hamilton Place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hungry Ham. We um, call it Hungry Ham. When Cameron starts, like, shouting out, like you know, different places up there, like 145th and Broadway, or yeah. when, like, more recently when Kanye starts talking about, like, Jimbo's, is that, like, did what does that mean Did he say Jimbo's? Did yeah. Kanye say, what, where did he say Jimbo's? In Christmas in Harlem. Oh, where? Yeah. Did you I think Kanye to- had a crib out here. I was hearing, I heard that he had, like, Uptown? Yeah, on a low, like, a while ago, though. Or he was getting a crib or something, but mm-hmm. it was a minute ago. Did you ever, like, used to, uh, like, go to Jimbo's, go to... Yeah, I still do. I still go to a lot of places. Where do you stay in New York? Well, I'm in Harlem, you know, and um, in a very, very low area. <laughs> and um, South Harlem. <laughs> yeah, I live here actually. <laughs> we go to Florida Miles for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've known Cam for the longest, and he always says two things when he sees us. One. He asks about our mother, who yep. he's never met. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to know how she's doing. Yep. And number two, he always says that we're from South, South Harlem. Harlem. Yeah. 
So we've, we've run with that. And actually, so we did this Beats by Dre mm-hmm. um, photo shoot. Straight right? out of. Yeah, straight yeah. out of. And so Jonathan Mannion. With Jonathan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was amazing because he's, he's the best. Yeah. And so we went down there and it was like us and the locks and um, Funkmaster Flex and just like yeah. a whole bunch of people. Vashti, like yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah, Britney Sky, um, Ashley Outrageous. And when they asked us where we're straight out, out of, we were like, oh, the Upper West Side. But, but we then should we were have just said, like, yeah. oh, but we're really from South, South Harlem. Harlem. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I messed up. I know. <laughs> now it's forever. Yeah. Ferg forever. Yeah, Ferg forever. <laughs> what is your relationship with Cameron? Um, Cameron actually used to like look up to my pops and everything. If you watch the Let Me Know video, they in front of my pops store and he gives my pops a five and you can see like the Ferg logo on the back of my pops shirt. That's dope. My pops was like one of them dudes doing a lot of stuff in the community and helping kids out. And um, Cam, I guess, was one of those kids coming up that used to look up to him, and he got a lot of respect for my pops and, and my family. Have you seen him lately? Um, me and Cam performed together in South by Southwest. I think it was like a year and some change ago. And, um, yeah, I haven't seen him lately, though. No. Man, I was hoping that you guys would be working together on the album. I was just like, I saw like a couple pictures go up on Instagram, and I'm like, I'm reading between the lines. I'm like, I get it. But just because <laughs> but you wrong. don't see somebody, don't mean you can't use an email. That's true. Well, yeah, how yeah. you're right. I forgot about you know modern technology, yeah, technology. and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, what, what percentage of your work is done like together with someone? Um, most of it on this album. Yeah. I've linked up with with everybody. I got on because does that matter? Right. I did now? like a whole tour of like just producers and. And stuff like that. I've been at 40 Crib in Canada. We worked, like, for a whole week. That's cool. His whole team. Shout out to them. Um, I've linked up with, like, all the old producers that that was on Trap Lord. Um, I got up with Pharrell that you can see. You can see that on my Instagram. I linked up with Missy and Timberland. And I just played on my album. Like, a lot of people, like, sometimes it's vibes and just, like, listening to music and talking about music. And then sometimes it's work. Where was where was Missy and Timberland in Miami or in no? They was in uh, Virginia. Really? Yeah, because I was actually in Virginia working, um, and then uh, somebody called my boy, or uh, Missy cousin called my boy Courtney, and he was like, uh, "Yo, uh, Ferg is out there with y'all. Uh, Timberland wants him to come to the studio." And I was only a few minutes out, and I was about to get on the I was about to get on the plane like in a, another two hours or something like that. So, um, you know, I just went over there, and Missy happened to be over there as well. Man. And that that was actually their first time, like, linking up in years. Like, this is when she did the big Super Bowl performance yeah. Yeah, yeah. with Katy Perry. So they was just basically catching up and, like, vibing, filling each other vibes out because they ain't see each other, like, in two years. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I shouldn't even be <laughs> here right now. Like, like a third wheel. <laughs> but, yeah, but, like, Timberland was like, come through. So I came through, and, you know, they was just loving my energy, and I played them, like, Basically the whole album, and they were just they just like yo play. I'm I'm gonna play one song, and they like yo play everything. Wow! So I played everything. Was that the first time you met either of them? Yeah. I mean that's got to be incredible, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And then another crazy thing is um, I'm talking to Timberland, so I'm like yo, how did you find like how did you find out about my music or like what made you like start listening to my stuff? Because he was telling me how I went off on a Big Sean and Meek record and everything. Yeah. And um. He started talking about Shaba. He was like, yo, I love Shaba. And you know who put me on Shaba? He was like, Hove. And I'm like, word? <laughs> he was like, yeah, Jay-Z put me on, on your music. We were just sitting in the studio one day. And he was just like, yo, what you think about this kid, Ferg? And then they just started looking at all my videos <laughs> online. I'm like, this is how things happen. <laughs> 
And then the day after that, I went to Kanye's fashion show. Yeah. Yeah. And um, up here. Yeah. 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 And um, Jay Z was there, and I spoke to Jay, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I, I love your music." I told Tim, I was like, "Yeah, I was just in the studio with Tim." He said, "You, you love my music." He was like, "Yeah, I love your shit." I, you know. But Hove don't even know Like I had dinner with Hove A long time ago Cause I Like I told you I was into fashion And everything yeah. So I used to work In the um, Rockaware building With uh I was an intern For Awful Dodger And Rockaware This is the first time I ever even said this To the world Um so we on Chris, I think it was Christmas or Thanksgiving. We had a, a like a staff like dinner type thing, and I was real cool with uh, another owner of Awful Dodger, which his name is Mike. Shout out to Mike. He um he invited me to the to their table, and I wound up sitting with him and Hove and everybody. But like I wasn't ASAP Ferg at the time. I was just like an intern. Like how was it? It was dope. It was cool. Like it was real like family. Like I was real. I'm real cool with like um, Stutter. Which is like a good friend, family friend of Jay Z's, and uh, Camille, which is one of Jay's best friends, and you know his sister and everything. So, so when you're dope. in that situation, like, are you starting conversations? Are you jumping in conversations? Or, or are you just sort of, like sitting back? And yeah, saying, like so you're Jay Z. Yeah, but you you know your place, so you don't really want to you know overstep boundaries, and people think that you you just trying to be like an opportunist or something yeah, like course. that. So I like I didn't even actually come to the table, so. Like, Mike was like, yo, you know, I think, yeah, it was Christmas because he said Merry Christmas and gave me the tie off his neck. You know, real recognized, real. When you got good energy, people can't get away from it, so. That's pretty amazing. Did you, in fact, bring that up with Jay? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Will you ever? Or is yeah, that I will. Just, yeah. I mean, he after, he probably see this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a huge fan of the podcast. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Jay, you you be surprised, man. Like the, all these guys, they be looking, man. They no, like, it's true. So we used to watch our videos back in the day. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say 50, like. Jay, like Pharrell, they they studying everything that's going on. Like you, you they they're not still in the game for no reason. Like they studying like all these younger kids coming out the gate because their battle was against the the sixteen year old kid that's making beats or or whatever the case may be. It's not who's in the game already. It's about these kids that you know they got nothing to lose and that they're coming up and they're giving it they all. So they they on the internet constantly yeah. trying to see who's next up. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, Jay did. We got word back that Jay had watched like videos because we used, we started out doing sketch videos back mm-hmm. in the day, sort of like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but like so, but all about hip hop. And, and every week rappers. we worked with everyone from like Slaughterhouse to Bun B to Clips to just whoever, Fallout Boy and, right. and uh, Gym Class Heroes and on and on. And I forget which video it was. Dips at Christmas. Oh, it was, was us it? around a piano around Christmas time, and it was us singing. Dipset songs as Christmas carols. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, dope. Yeah. yeah, they do like all the dope shit. Like that cereal box that Cam got. Like, well, so we were talking about this the ahead curtains, of time too. The, the, the oh, the shower spray. curtains. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Cam is crazy. The I socks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when he started the whole pink thing, like I went crazy. Like, as man. in, as in, you were wearing pink too, or now, I was definitely wearing pink. Like, I'm officially Harlem. Like, I was wearing the pink with the big earrings and all <laughs> that. Like, I was definitely. You know who wasn't into that? All the goth chicks. <laughs> now the goth chicks black. was into it. The goth chicks was into me. Did you see the pink range around? Yeah, around I town? definitely. You got excited when you seen that pink range, with the diplomats like uh, the the jacket that he had in Genesis and yeah. all of that. Like, so you're a New York City kid. Can you drive? Nah. I could drive. I don't got a license. Never got your license? Nope. Did you ever think about getting your license? Wow. I probably get my helicopter license before I get a car (laughs) license. Did you ever, uh, when you were riding the subway, did you ever perform Showtime? 
Nah. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't one of them kids. Did you ever, ever had any friends who did shows? Shout out to them kids because, you know, they be hustling. They no, be for real. Money. And you got to take the long, like, subway rides. Yeah, so from, like, 59th to 125th. They're, yeah. like, you know, somewhere in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Showtime, showtime. Yeah. Um, it's entertaining. See, them you do, them dance, kids do though. a lot. I could dance a little bit. Like, you could do, like, the dough walk or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I could dance a little, little bit. I know people that could dance better than me. Yeah, sure. but now you're yeah. just, you know, being modest. The last time we interviewed you was for the Billboard podcast. And we and at that time, I think it was sort of a little bit after you had worked with Madonna. Right. Um, what is your relationship with her now on a scale of Madonna making out with Britney Spears <laughs> to Madonna biting Drake's lip? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't um, I don't really speak to her like that. You know, it was just a, she called me into the studio to work and, you know, I just kept it work. So so Madonna called you in. Missy called you in. Who else has called you in to like come into the studio? Diplo, Skrillex, you know. How are those guys as people? Oh, so I love Skrillex and Diplo. Like, you know, those are, you know, he, you know, I did the garden for the first time with them guys. Yeah. You know, I thank them guys for bringing Which me out. Which was a New Year's show? It was a New Year's yeah. show. So we brought in the New Year's. I had my whole family there. I wore a tuxedo. <laughs> it was crazy. So, like, for me to actually say, you know, I did the garden, you know, I'm going to think about that because I, I did the garden three times now. So this for me to actually think about my first time doing the garden, I'm gonna think about those guys, and I always gotta thank them. So shout out to them. That's a great look. Yeah. Do you hold that over J Cole? I think he's only done it twice. <laughs> nah, I mean J Cole is doing oh, no, really really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shout out to I'm J Cole too. I actually did it the third time at his show. Yeah. So shout out to him and uh, YG for bringing me out. Totally. Yep. Oh, you had mentioned before that that uh, the Big Sean, Meek, and and your collaboration, right? Which never ended up on any official project. It should have. It should have been should've. on the yeah, album. People it? loved that song. My favorite video. I of- think it was probably old to him because we shot that video before Meek got locked up. Yeah. But literally, like he got locked up right after that video. This is crazy to say, but my favorite moment of any music video from last year is when. Big Sean and Meek slap hands uh-huh. right on the beat when it switches over. It's the, it's the dopest moment. <laughs> when they in the house? Yeah, when they're in the house. It's so great. I peeped that too. <laughs> it's, so, it's, like, it's an awesome moment and it makes the video for me. It was a good video. Where is it, it shot? Video. It was shot in Calabasas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was a great collaboration between the three of you. Yeah. I love that song. I think we should do a lot more songs. I think so too. I think we should. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard that I went uh, deep on your Tumblr. So you got almost got arrested in Trinidad? Oh, yeah, because um, you can't wear camouflage in Trinidad. Is that a gang thing? No, it's just like their rules. You just can't wear it. Like I had some bape camo like luggage, and they took my bape. <laughs> They're like, you can't wear it. That's the most absurd thing But you know what? Heard. I heard that you couldn't wear it, but I was, still, I was trying my luck. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying. You it. have other luggage that is not. I was bait. so mad. I, was, I just got that bait from Japan. And I was like, <laughs> "Damn, nobody got this," and they took it. Where is the fanciest place that you've worn your "I fucked your bitch" shirt? I don't know what's fancy. What's fancy? I don't know. Well, we asked like a similar question to Fat Trail. We asked him where the fanciest place he was shirtless, and he's, <laughs> and he's told and he us said, he's always shirtless. He is. <laughs> he <laughs> said that he went to uh, Ruth's Shout out Chris to Fat Sta- Trail. Yo, yeah, he's the nicest guy. He went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> Shirtless with two uh, Washington Redskins. He's he's lit. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm not that lit. I haven't got that lit yet. <laughs> I have an ASAP Mob shirt that's 
I forget what it says, but it's it's like it says ASAP something something pussy like huge letters. Yeah, pussy right? money weed. It was a pussy money. Yeah, weed? I was about to put that shirt on the other day because like I was in the house trying to find a t shirt <laughs> and I seen that shirt and I was like, man, I can't I can't put this on right now. <laughs> man, I, I I wasn't feeling like that. <laughs> I was like, man, I can't that's wear that to like family yeah, functions. I'll be too lit. <laughs> be too lit. How is Diddy? Diddy is dope. Diddy is um. Diddy is a, another good family friend of mine's. We should tell people your father designed the Bad Boy logo. Yeah, he did the uh, Uptown Cats logo as for Andre Harrell. Dope. Yeah, and um, he just dope. Like whenever I could need advice or or something like that, you know, I could get or it from a beat him. or an executive producer maybe or. <laughs> but yeah, but def- he's def- he's definitely when you calling him to get something, he's definitely gonna get something from you too. So yeah, yeah. You gotta be prepared for that. Wait. How come? Okay, so good bartering system. I learned that from him. Shout out um, to Puff Daddy. How come you weren't in the money making vid, uh, Mitch uh, like video? I was on tour with Diplo. And uh, he called me actually for that video. He was like, "Yo, where you at?" Is he in your phone as Puff or Diddy or Puff Daddy? Because I just Puff like Daddy? I like I like that era Puff Daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he? So do you He's enter? I like the gray patch Puff Daddy. Yeah, with the silk shirts. And, is he? Yeah. Is he put in your phone? Like, is it all on one line, Puff Daddy? So, it's, or does it just show up as Puff? It just show up as Puff Daddy. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing. With the Daddy. Yeah, yeah. 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 We were at Wale's listening. So you know everything in this town is downtown, right? Like they right. think that everything cool that's happening it has to be in the Lower East Side or Soho or Tribeca. Or you know something. the cool areas of town, right? But like any listening party, any show, any whatever, it's not near us, right? Right. So Wale has his listening party like ten blocks north because it's all Seinfeld related, right? Mm-hmm. So they do it where they shot the exterior at the diner right. at Tom's restaurant, and we're like, "This is gonna be amazing. We can walk there. It's like, already the best event we've ever been to." Yeah. yeah so we dope. go there, and and it's a small a small setup. It's a small place, but Ross shows up and sits in the booth right next to us, right? Uh-huh. And he gets a call in the middle of Ross it. Ross is the boss. He is, <laughs> and he he raises his phone up to look at it, and I'm just like looking over his shoulder, and I see it just says Diddy on it, and he takes the phone call. Can you take phone calls like in in the studio while the music's blaring or at like? I gotta turn the music down. Right, like I don't understand this. We've been in the studio with lots of rappers, and they just pick up the phone and they're cool, like talking. And I'm just like, I can't hear. When I'm at the club, like, and someone's trying to like tell me something, I'm like, I write it down. Like, I can't, like, I can't do this. My hearing's not great, like to begin with. But yeah, the boss is too lit for me. <laughs> He's lit, very lit. You know, I can't talk like with loud music in the background. No. I used to actually work over here. Did you really? I had a job at Ben and Jerry's a long oh, time ago. A couple blocks up. Yeah, it's like on 104. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. was it on free ice cream day? I used to give away free ice cream every day. Oh, <laughs> that's probably why I got fired. <laughs> How long? Did you I work actually there for? just walked in there and started working. Like I needed a job, and um, my friend was working there. He was a, uh, um, he's basically like one of the the what you call it? Like a manager? Yeah, not a manager, but. A guy who a works supervisor. There? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, basically, he's just like, "Yo, walk in here, and you know, you get a job, whatever." I didn't sign no applications or nothing. <laughs> Did you get paid? Yeah, I got. Uh, paid. I was like, for a second, I was like, technically, you didn't work there. You just, <laughs> you just know, I got paid. I just didn't do no training. Like, I learned the scoops and everything. Whoa. I was straight. I went um, there for a couple months. Have you been fired from anywhere else? Um, nah, nah. Have you quit anywhere else? I've quit at Uniqlo. I worked at Uniqlo. It just wasn't. No, it's that I um, it was just ready for me to go. Okay. I was I worked there for a week, uh, long yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, but you know I was trying so many. Di- I was trying G Star. I was trying like 
just mad different clothing spots. I tried bait. I was trying to get jobs. Yeah, you went everywhere. all through Soho. Yeah, all through Soho, basically. <laughs> yep. And um, Uniqlo was the first person to jump up, and I got like another offer somewhere else. So I was just out. So in the past few years, have you walked back into any of those stores and seen people you used to work with? Yeah. Have you been to Ben and Jerry's? Yeah, yeah, I have, I have, I have. I go there every now and then, see and, what up to the boss. And Uniqlo or anything, or? Um, nah, I haven't been to Uniqlo in a while. What are you doing later? <laughs> Let's all go oh. to Uniqlo. <laughs> go to Uniqlo and buy some white tees, right? They got um, some good jeans there, some good jeans. No, they do. Yeah, good price. I just did like a campaign with them. Oh, really? Yep. And I told them the same thing. I used to work with y'all. Oh, they were going to tell them that they had good jeans. No, no, I told them they have good jeans, but, you know, I wouldn't have been working with them if they didn't. Yeah. (laughs) But um, it's all about this A. Goldie thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. When is that uh, dropping? Um, Soon. Uh, Hopefully, like, I'm excited about it, like, really soon. But, you know, dealing with denim, it's like a whole nother ball game. That shit is like rocket science. Like, I was in L.A., and I was there for a whole week working at the factories and stuff and just learning mad stuff about how to make jeans and going to the 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 other. They got two factories. They got one where they do, like, all the stitching and the embossments and everything and, you know, sit down with the, the re-re-zipper people to look over zippers and rivets and stuff. And then they got another factory where they do the washing. Yeah. So they took me through, like, everything. And they was like, man, you're not going to be just like the rapper just putting your name on stuff. Like, we really want to school you. And I was down for it because I didn't know anything about it. So having gone to the Kanye show, Mm -hmm. having now had your hands in your own clothing, like, where are you at mentally in terms of how big you want to take it? Or are you looking to do, like, small runs? Or how involved are you going to be with with everything? I just wanted to be something special. I'm not worried about going big. I just want to, you know, create for my base and for people that actually love it. You know, it's just something to give back to the fans and people that have been here for a long time. Yeah. But it's really about this music and taking it to the next level. Are you like a Puffy where you're like, so Puffy's a producer in the sense that he directs everything, that he knows like, yeah. and he's not necessarily doing Right, he has like, a clear vision. Right. Are you that guy or, or does it have to be everything done by you? No, I touch everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very hands-on. Just because I'm into art and fashion and all of that, it's like I, I can't have somebody creating something for me and then be like, yo, I'm putting this out. Just put your name on it. It don't work like that. Because at me. the end of the day, it's yeah. your it, yeah. you're, you're brand. Then it'll be corny and uh, I got to live with it and I got to see it every day and it just bother me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't fuck with shit like that. Yeah. And plus, like, I mean, it's that... Uh, high school of art and design education that's on the line that's like right. bulldogs that's right. exactly yeah. <laughs> jeff let's take a second to interrupt asap ferg and talk about our friends at uber right our friends like gary and dana and barry and dara and harold and larry king, king larry. larry all right listen i know we've been talking about driving with uber a bunch recently but i really can't stress enough how great an opportunity this is If you're stuck in a 9 to 5, if you're looking for a job in between your school schedule, or if you'd just like to make some extra cash, driving with Uber is for you. If you have a car and a license, you are ready to start making thousands of dollars every month, and when you drive with Uber, you are your own boss. That means you decide who to pick up, where to drive, and when to work. We could be getting into your car tomorrow night, because we're going down to the Gansevoort 
Park for our show, the Yolono Tour. Right. It's actually two shows in one night, so it's a tour. Yeah. One and location. We've sold it out. Yeah. It's I mean, past, it's, it's for free, it's but... It's past capacity. That counts. We're superstars yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to be taking the subway. No. What are we, losers? We're not going to be taking a cab. What are we, scumbags? Yeah, we're not taking a, a, a bus. What are we, bus riders? We're not. We're taking an Uber tomorrow. Right. And for anyone out there, your riders are waiting. The Uber smartphone app connects you with friendly riders who need a reliable way from A to B. The fare is automatically charged to their credit card. No cash, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start driving with Uber today and start making money today. Sign up to drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. ASAP Ferg. Have you actually met Cara Delevingne yet? No, I haven't. Still? Still haven't. Wow. You guys have we had a gazillion conversations, FaceTime yeah. on the phone. You did the video, emails, like Twitter, and we still haven't met yet. Wow. Yeah. Do you hate each other? No, we love each other. <laughs> okay, okay, just no, making we, sure. Yeah. Like we love each other. You've met Timberland and Missy before you even met Kara. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that was that was due. I mean, Missy changed my life. You know, just from me looking at her videos and listening to her music growing up. You know, that had to happen soon. Yeah. So I'm glad that happened. Well, that was like divine intervention. Like. Yeah. Hell yeah. The way that worked out was perfect. So where were you going on that flight afterwards? I was coming back to New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had to get a later flight. Yeah. No, 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 no. I caught my flight. Oh, you did? I caught it. I caught it. I didn't want to leave, though. <laughs> So I mean, but it was Missy, like Magoo, like it was like. Wait, Magoo was there? Yeah, Magoo oh. was there. Yeah, yeah. Yo, wait, wait, wait. What's he like? He's dope. Like he, I think he's one of the biggest fans. Like he's, I think he like was putting Tim on like to my stuff. Crazy. Because he was listening to the new stuff, like throwing his hat down. He was like, "Damn, like this is gonna be crazy." Does he? Does he talk like he raps? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that, oh I was thinking the same thing when I walked in there. Like, I can't wait to see him talk. Yeah. Uh, some people was, were talking about this on Twitter <laughs> the other day, but Tim and Magoo's, like, early stuff is still fire. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's people timeless who have forgotten. It really is. Music. Wait, was Sebastian there? No. Was Genuine there? No. If Genuine was there... You wouldn't have left. It would have been <laughs> I would have the felt, full basement. I would have felt weird if I didn't see Aaliyah there. I know, yeah. <laughs> Missy was like, man, like, I love, like, this is when I first met her. She was like, I love your music. She was telling Tim, she was like, man, he, this feel like he would have been hanging out with us, like, back in the day. That's, that's insane. Yeah. I don't know how you can top that. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. Is anyone from that camp possibly involved with your project? Can't speak on that right All now. All right. I mean, I'll answer the question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Um, I can't speak on it though. Um, all right. So I want to talk about foreign language interviews. Okay. I feel like you've had great. I mean, okay. So I I stumbled down this internet rabbit hole yesterday, mm-hmm. where I saw the Backstreet Boys in like South America doing a, a television interview, daytime talk show, mm-hmm. and these people in the audience just started giving them like gifts, yeah. including like kittens. And like uh, plastic watches, it was the weirdest thing. But I was wondering. That sounds like heard? Nodwalk. It does. <laughs> it, right? it was except it was all in Spanish, and <laughs> it was like fifty people. Have you had any weird international interviews? Not really. Not like. Are they that. in English? Yeah, there's always in English. Like, they may have like a accent or something, but it's mm. always in English. That's a bummer for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted like there to be a translator or something. No, or? I just want like or someone to be speaking German, and you just being like I. I don't what what is happening. Nah. Do they nah. give you gifts? 
Um, yeah, I get a lot of gifts like overseas and stuff. I got kids waiting for me in the airports. I feel like I'm Michael Jackson or something <laughs> overseas for real. Like also, even here, for I like- tour a lot. That's what pe- people don't know. Like if yeah. you're not on my Instagram or my Twitter, like then you won't know that. Like I'll be going, I'll be out. Like I'll be in Australia for weeks at a time. Leave, come back, go to London, come back to Australia, do another tour. Like I'll be all over the place. Like, I go to Europe soon. You know, I've been in London, like, too many times. So you have I, your favorite spots to eat in London? I haven't got what... The, oh, yeah, it is. It's a, a Jamaican spot. I forget the name of it, but it's mad good. Yeah? Yeah. And you know when you go there, like... You yeah, I go that. there. Yeah, because I can't... Like, European food, I, I can't really get with it because a lot of it is pork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't eat pork, so I be cool. Or, <laughs> I, I get to... I get one restaurant, and I just stick to it. Have you lost anything while traveling? I mean, I'm sure you have, but, like, what have you lost? I just lost my diamond grills. Really? really? Yeah, I didn't want to bring that up. Ah. Uh, how did but that happen? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't even know, honestly. I hope I find them. Usually, like, I lose them and then find them, like, in my pocket or something. Yeah. But, shit, I ain't find them yet. That's And them shit is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be, like, one day you get, like, your dry cleaning back and, like, yeah. your grill is in the pocket or something. But you know what I be thinking about? I be thinking, like, man, God just probably want me to focus on some other shit. He wants me not to like this thing so much. Right. So God's like, telling he you took it away from that me. That grill movement is over. <laughs> he's, he's like, man, you need to focus on something else for a second. He's like, yo, sorry, TV Johnny and Paul Wall. Like, yeah. we got to move on. <laughs> yeah, so. It's like I got my jeweler trying to get me another, like he's telling me to get another pair, but I'm like, I'll wait on that. Do you have jewelers come into the hotel to sell you stuff? Yeah. Do you have the barbers come into the studio to give you a haircut? Yeah, I hardly go into the bar. I go into the barbershop sometimes, but I be just on a move. So, And I, like, I'm sorry to, like, all the barbers that cut my hair because I got one, like, in L.A. I got two in New York. You know, I always call them last minute. Yo, I need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, they be like this with the Edward Scissorhands. And I be like, yo, I'm my fault, bro. <laughs> so if y'all see me Zeke in like a video or something, don't blame my barber as me. Okay, so I saw an interview where you said that you think that your audience right now is very white. Yeah, definitely. Like more Latino, more white, mm-hmm. not very black. Well, I see only like mostly white people at my shows. And that's, you do a lot that's of festivals. A, that's not a problem. Yeah, festivals, but what that mean? That, like, I don't know. I feel like like a lot of, like, white people go to festivals. Well, I think I a lot of white people the- go to shows, period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't feel like, because when I was, like, coming up in the hood, I wasn't really going to shows like that. Yeah? I wasn't going to concerts. I wasn't buying music and supporting, like, you just get it how you get it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 I just think that them festival shows, they kind of expensive, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, they, super expensive. Yeah, they, they expensive. Yeah. Um, and now there's so many. I, but I would love for black people to go out more and, and see some shows. Yeah. I've I've been like performing like in my neighborhood, like like I did a, a health fair, Ferg Health Fair, first annual. Right. Yep. For um like just basically kids who who can't afford like health insurance and stuff like that. They got checkups in order to see the show. Yeah. So that's how it worked. Like you show up, you get a checkup, and then you're able to see me perform after that. That's pretty amazing. So like over like. 150 kids came out very small but like it was very effective and um we gave away like t-shirts and food and stuff like that it was cool that's really great yeah and you, you'll keep doing that then yeah 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 definitely that's really great yeah, it's the first yeah. annual yeah my yeah. father had a uh, kidney failure he died of a kidney failure um 
three days before he was actually supposed to get his transplant, mm. three days before my 17th birthday. You know, he did a lot of things for the community, and I kind of just wanted to do it in his vein. For sure. Yeah. By the way, you look exactly like him. Yeah, I do. So when ASAP Mob is performing all together, mm-hmm. is there a game plan as to who can, uh, like, jump in the crowd and, like, for how long? <laughs> or... I'm not jumping in the crowd. Well, no, you're a big guy. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to get sued. Really. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You are not on the Travis Scott plan. Nah, cool. But, like, 12E and everybody else is just, like, launching off. Yeah, they could do that. I'm straight. <laughs> Shout out to the mob, too. Yeah, we've seen you guys perform a whole bunch. Um, I remember we saw you perform at, like, the Hudson Hotel one time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen Central Park everywhere. Yeah, no, totally. Do you feel like just naturally over time everyone's gotten better at performing? And it's just you figured out your roles? Definitely. I mean, we we basically growing in front of the crowd. Uh, We went from Santos performing in front of probably, what, like 300 people? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake showed up and yep. then took us on tour. That was the next time we performed, <laughs> and it was in front of like nineteen thousand people. Crazy, yeah. Like <laughs> Drake gave so many people opportunities, like especially yeah. on that tour. Kendrick was on that yep. tour too. Yeah, yeah. Kendrick, uh, Chase, Two Chains. Uh, nah, no. that was the next one. Okay, that was the next one. But yeah, Drake gave us our first tour. How does that work, by the way? I know the big thing was that Rocky brought him bottles, right? Like in New York when he was DJing or something. Yeah, he was it was like, he was DJing in the I Versace the store. It was yeah. during a uh, fashion night out. Yeah, and he had an event at the Versace store. Rocky yeah. brought him a bottle of Chris. I think I wasn't there with him. Like later on, I think it was the next day or something, or later that night he came to our show, which is crazy. Yeah, and then and then the next. But he's thing- been reaching out though. Like Drake reached out to Rocky a couple times. You know, Drake is another guy who's like always on the internet looking for the the up and coming kids for sure that's doing stuff. And also Shout out to memes. him. Yeah, yeah, we've we've known. Drake. You said memes. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. Damn, he loves memes. He does love memes. We were one of our favorite stories is that uh, Dow Jones from the business called us up one day and he's like, "Yo, you should come through uh, down to Brooklyn. ASAP Mob is filming a video for Coke and White Bitches." And we're like, "Cool, we'll roll through." And okay. this is after we've you know we interviewed Rocky and Twelvey and Yams and and we used uh, to see them around. Yeah, we would see everyone yeah. around. Right. So we're like, that oh, was well, Addy's video shoot. Yeah. 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 So it's like, okay, come through. It's at Curtin's place, and we're like, Curtin's place must be like the new like club down in Brooklyn. We're like, all right, or cool. it's a furniture store. I was store, there yeah. actually. Yeah. So it wasn't spelled out. But I don't remember that video ever coming out. It, it did didn't. not. It did not. <laughs> <laughs> so we get down there and we're standing outside. It's in like a totally hasidic yeah, neighborhood. Totally like yeah, it's nothing but Jews there. Nothing yeah, but yeah. Jews. And we're standing outside. We're like, are we in the right place? And then someone let us up. We get up there. And it is packed. It was popping. It, it was, was so packed. packed. I might have left by that time. Maybe. We got in there and like we like sort of like sardine our way in. And and, and by the way, we should say Curtin's place, meaning Curtin's the rapper. Right. Um, um, and so we're there. It's Coke and White Bitches. They're... Um, who Nast was like yelling at Addy maybe about and, like and Rocky, yeah, about like how somebody was cooking coke wrong. Yeah, they're like it doesn't look real enough, like over the stove, whatever. So <laughs> this is I don't know where this conversation so, is going, but nah, continue. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like it's us and we're there, and and about, it's like, hot and just packed. Yeah, about like three minutes in, we're just like okay, like we're good, like we don't need to be here. And by the way, somebody well, curtains is walking yeah. around. And he was like, hey, it's all love. It's way too too full in here. Like no one can move around. We're not going to be able to get the shots we want. It's if all anybody, love. like two people, could leave, like that'd be awesome. 
and, and we're, we're just like, like, okay, that's obviously us. Yeah, like, it means we're these the only two white guys, dudes. We get it. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's fine. We're ready to go. So we say our goodbyes. We yeah. say bye to mm-hmm. Dow. We say, you know, bye to this person, that person. Yep. And then we're about to get out of there. And, and from across the room, uh, Rocky goes, no, no, not them. <laughs> and so we're just like, oh, and we shut the door and we're just like, oh, we're so sorry for like the two people who were getting who, kicked out yeah, on our who behalf. really wanted to stay. <laughs> Like, we were good to go, but Rocky made us stay. <laughs> so we ended up saying for that video, and it never came out. Yeah. Yep. Never came out. But Addy reaches out, like, fairly often. Yeah. How did Shout you- out to Addy, because Addy is, like, a young hustler. Like, he's a grinder. He's yeah. dressing like Tupac now. Yeah, that's his thing. Like, <laughs> I, I guess he's being inspired. Not going to school with any of those guys, how did you link up with all of them in the first place? My brother's godfather was with Bari's mother at the time mm-hmm. and he will always tell me like yo I know this kid like he be on a different dressing shit just like you and like you know I think y'all be cool and he knows you and, and he was talking about young lord Bari yeah and we finally met at Millbank which is like this popping basketball game that all the Harlem kids used to go to and I finally seen him and he was just like yo you know you know like my step pops or whatever and I was like who he was like Tone Wap I was like alright cool <laughs> so we, we wound up linking or whatever we was cool and he introduced me to L's and um, later Yams like I would see Yams on the train sometime and um, you know I later found out that like they was all connected some type of way and then Rocky just came from out of the blue cause Rocky used to be with his other crew named uh, Million Dollar Babies and um, he stopped really hanging out with them and started hanging out with Illy and them. But at the same time, he was hanging out with Illy and them. I didn't know he was hanging out with them. <laughs> and he was doing music with me. So it was just like we was doing our own thing, but then he will be hanging out with them. So then um, one party, I think it was Square Off. That's like Dougie Fresh and them sons. They had a big party. Yeah. We all like hung out together. It was like just like really recapping on like the last month or whatever how we like linked up and then we all started going to the studio stuff together at what point does it become like official that you guys are all gonna like do something together change your names and yeah well um i remember us having a meeting about it like just us bringing this thing all together and like we were just like talking about like how we was gonna change all of our names to ASAP this, ASAP that. Like how the Bone Thugs had a uh, Lazy Bone, Crazy Bone, yep. and all of that. And you know we was gonna put it on Instagram and Twitter and all of that. And it was effective because everybody started calling themselves ASAP. Yeah, I remember like the first interview that Rocky did with Angie, and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be ASAP Angie." <laughs> um, was that Yem's idea? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And how how well did you know Tumblr at the time to sort of trust the process and see those videos get popping on on Tumblr? And well, at the time, I didn't know what Yams was doing with Rocky because even though me and Rocky did music together, he had moved to um, Alabama to go to school, try to try he like tried college out or whatnot, mm. and I ain't see him for a while. And, and he's then, still there, right? Huh? He's still at college. <laughs> nah. <laughs> So he uh, came back uh, and and like he had like this whole like new regime and plan and him and Yams been talking or whatever. So I wasn't even aware of Yams Tumblr or nothing. Like I was just doing my own Tumblr thing, and you know I guess his Tumblr did good for us. You and follow him on Tumblr? Nah. <laughs> Yams is very like secretive. Like Yams would be doing stuff and like you wouldn't even know about it. Did you ever steal beats from Rocky? Did Rocky ever steal beats from you? Ever? Nah. 
No. It's always been like these beats are for for Ferg and these beats are for Rocky. Two separate things. Yeah, I remember Rocky first telling me like, "Yo, I got these beats um, from Clams Casino," and like mm-hmm. that was a huge thing for us because we was like bumping like Lil B and all of that at the time. And I was just like, "This nigga lying. You ain't get no beats from Clams Casino. You went on YouTube and took Lil B beats." Well, he was really like getting beats from Clams, and I was like, "Damn, this is like next level." Yeah, and then Rocky started like, cause Rocky would be like so hyped to tell me everything. He'd be skyping me like all the time, like, "Yo, like, let me hear, let me hear something." Like, I know you got some verses, I know you got some new music. So we'd be like doing music that like that, and then he um. One day he Skyped me and he was just extra cool and laid back <laughs> and he had braids and he he just had like a whole nother swag about him and I just like knew he stepped into some, like a different zone and when he came back the zone the zone was on like that was when you know we really started going hard yeah yeah and what was the first point when you ran into people from Art and Design and you're in this new lane now and you got to really show out. What you mean by show out? I just mean like you got to like sort of like you. (laughs) I I show out. I just I just mean you got to like sort of yeah. You and your diamond gold uh, diamond teeth. That's right. (laughs) Um, I mean today you're wearing a white t-shirt, but it's you know. I'm always connected to those guys though in school. No, but there had to be some people who were you just like maybe didn't get along with and was like or a teacher or something. I get what you're saying. I mean they they always like hit me up on Twitter or something or Facebook. Yeah, I got one on Facebook in a long time. I didn't I didn't go on Facebook in a while, and I went there and I seen like a lot of people like hitting me up like from (laughs) like my old school and stuff like not just wishing you birthdays, but yeah, yeah. And I was like, this motherfucker no, we had beef. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I saw. Okay, so. There is a Facebook account, which I think is you, and I'm not sure. I don't know if we're friends. I'm, what fr- I'm, I'm, I'm friends with what I think is I think it's two of them. I think it's one that is mine, and I think it's one that the label runs. Oh, really? So we're friends with label people? Probably. <laughs> no, I think there's one that's like, oh, you mean like a like a page? Yeah. Yeah, but one is your actual page. Yeah, I'm about to get rid of the other one, though. I'll just keep it mine. Yeah. We're yeah. just going to make sure right now. We just want. I don't even be on Facebook. I don't even be on Facebook. We just want to know if you like us or not. (laughs) I don't really be on Facebook though. Um, what's it called? Is this you? Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. I don't know who's. who's I wouldn't even chose. I wouldn't even chose that picture. Someone is friends with thirty nine of my mutual friends. Yeah, a person was just friending everybody, and they're claiming to be you. Look at that. <sighs> nah, <laughs> and I wouldn't. I wouldn't do the, the v. I wouldn't yeah. do the V. Yeah, that's not me. So they should know. Yeah, that's a weird thing. I feel like everybody has this image of ASAP from like 2011. They still wear like the calm the fuck down and like the yeah. like. Do you find that it's just like, oh, you haven't been keeping up, like certain people? Yeah, but then some people connect to that stuff too. Like it hits them in certain type of ways where it's just like you know. Who cares? That's the, that's, that's the era of ASAP that they loved, and that's what they remember, so they hold on to that, so that's cool. I just remember I saw you guys at um, maybe Roseland Ballroom. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy show. That was a crazy show. And it was like almost like an ASAP costume party in the crowd. <laughs> like You guys had all moved on to something else, but it was everybody was wearing the all black, like yeah. everything else. And I was all just black, like, black scale. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> I was like, well... You know, this is a, this is a moment. <laughs> but you know what? Here. <laughs> people people always pick up on stuff like late. Well, Artists is always moving on. Like 
you know, by the time we drop a video, we tired of it already. We tired yeah. of like, you know, we we be off like songs quick. Like I be I create music and then I be like, I'm not fucking with that shit. I'm not even I'm not even feeling like that right now. Are you tired of performing any songs? I love performing work. I love performing Shaba. I love performing all my songs. It's kind of weird performing Dope Walk mm-hmm. because like I don't be in the mood to dance all the time <laughs> or like Doe Active because it's it's just a different bounce. But um, all the other songs like off Trap Lord and stuff, I perform all of those to this day. And you're gonna be performing new stuff soon anyway. So yeah, yeah. Do you I ever feel wait. like dropping like a new song just all the time, <laughs> all the time? Like I just want to drop it, but you know. When you when you dealing with like you know your team and everything, you want everybody to to make it a big rollout. Right. So you know you give your project some legs where it's just like you put the song out and it just don't fall flat. So mm-hmm. how does that how does that process go? You have to be comfortable with the album being done at a certain point, and then you go to a label and you say, "Here you go." And how do we formulate this plan? No, we all planning together. Like, cause you know, as I'm doing this song, you know, I might be sitting with some some movie people. Like, I might be sitting with some pub people, like, you know, that could get me some money doing this and doing that. So, you know, they get inspired, too, to do their job. They're like, oh, we got this to work with. He's creating this song. So I like to bring people into the studio to to listen to the progress and, and, the, and the process of everything so they can kind of get motivated to do their job and, and come up with different ideas. Have any have any brands reached out to you to put your music in commercials and you're like... Well, the- no, usually you just you send... You send the music to them yeah if it's new music they they don't know what you're doing so you just send them the new music and you know if they mess with anything i guess they'll choose it do you have any good big l stories nah do you have any good mace stories nope do you have any good jim jones stories i'm just gonna keep going through all (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i do i'm about to say no but um actually jim jones i can shout out to jim jones because he um was giving me an opportunity to to create some belts with him. This is like the time like where belts was like going crazy. Yeah. Everybody had like them BB Simon belts with like all the stones and stuff yeah, on yeah, them yeah. and I was creating my own belts and I had like Swiss Beats, Chris Brown, everybody buying my belts. Really? Yeah. So I would go to the studio to meet Jim Jones like every day and we have meetings. And um the first time I he actually invited me to the studio it was just him alone. Like I was like, man, this dude is never alone. <laughs> and we spoke for like two hours. We just sat down. I asked him everything. He answered everything. And I just thought that was dope of him. Yeah. And then like, you know, he uh, brought me in for a meeting with BB Simon. And um, I met Stan Lee that day because, you know, BB um, Simon um, had to meet up with Michael Jackson's father, Joe Jackson. What? For like some, um, <laughs> for some event they was doing, like where they was uh the charity event, and I like we. I had to meet BB Simon there, and Jim Jones didn't show up, so we met a couple times to try to get some business right. But you know, Wait, what it, it was didn't the Stan Lee thing? So the Stan Lee was they was basically it was Neo there, it was uh, Joe Jackson, it was Stan Lee, and they was doing I guess like a, a a charity event to raise some type of money or something. But I was only there to handle business. I was just there to Neo the singer, yeah, and Stan Lee the cartoon guy, yeah crazy by the way remember when you said that you that we were telling a story and you were like i have no idea where this is going but sure (laughs) that's how i felt about that story you just like kept naming names and i'm like all right all right so let me break it down (laughs) oh no i get it so one 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 meet and we had me jim jones and bb simon was this belt guy he had the big factory in la where he like it was savosky crystals like where they just make all these belts and stuff so he was like bb simon wanted to do a belt with jim jones because he seen jim jones was doing uh wearing his a lot of his yeah. belts skulls so 
what Jim Jones was going to do. He was going to bring me in to design the belts. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, so we, it was like a, you were ghost writing the belts. The belts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, we had another meeting at this uh, event that Stan Lee and Neo and Joe Jackson had. And I met B.B. Simon there, but Jim Jones didn't show up. Right. So I'm like, damn, Jim is fucking it up. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, damn, this, he, this dude is ready to go. Like, I'm like, man, this is it. Like, yeah. I'm going to L.A. I'm about to make these belts. But he never showed up. And Simon didn't really want to. Do business with me if he it was if it wasn't with Jim because Jim is the face so like it kind of fell apart and you know whatever but I just thank Jim for even you know even thinking about me to to yeah, be in that sure. situation yeah you've met a ton of people that I'm sure you never expected to meet um, including like Ralph Lauren and right. like all these people I was wondering who is surprisingly approachable <laughs> Buster. Yeah, everybody yeah. be saying Buster is the madman, but I don't see it. Like Buster showed me so much love, it's not even funny. Yo, Buster has this like way of making you feel like you're the only person in the room. Man, I really care for Buster. Buster is like a big brother. Yeah, like for real. Yeah, like when I um I met Buster the first time at the B and My Awards, and um he stopped me. And he was like, yo, Shaba, crazy. I need to get on that. So we exchanged numbers, and I called him, and he was like, yo, I'm down with it. And then when he found out Shaba Ranks was on it, he went even more crazy because, you know, he'd be on his Jamaican Western yeah. and stuff. So. But, yeah, I just keep to myself, really, like, you know, I, I, I don't expect anything from anybody. Um, I got I, – oh, I was about to spill some beans right there, but um, I ain't going to say it. It's okay. Y'all gotta wait for that. Y'all gotta wait for the album. (laughs) But I was about to tell you how I got to a certain type of person, but that's cool. How about um, you say the story, but don't say the name? No, I can't. I can't do that. Too many distinguishing details? I can't. I can't. Um, But just just say that my hard work with the belts paid off for this album. You got Stan Lee on the album? (laughs) (laughs) Have there been any clearances that you haven't been able to sort of work out in the past? Yeah. Hell yeah. Really? We had to replay beats and stuff like that. Did you ever make a personal phone call to the actual people you wanted to sample or like the work you wanted to use? Nah. Write any letters? I let the label do that. Okay. But now, if like now, like I got more, a little bit more manpower, I'll call somebody and be like, yo, what's good? Like, cause I know how much that means to people. Yeah. And usually it's that simple. Like, you know, sometimes the label can make it real difficult and they want to be on emails for about 100,000 years. And I just be like, yeah, I just call him like, that was good. And we figure it out right there. I mean, well, that's the way that Jay-Z got uh, Hard Knock Life to happen. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And sometimes you got to do that. Like, you know, I like I, I even say with like um, these magazines and stuff. You know, why not all these DJs? Why not call them and be like, yo, I got a new record out. Like, do that. Because it makes it more personal as their yeah. experience. And, and they, they want to vouch for it even more. Totally. Yeah, so I don't really leave my stuff in people's hands to do like that. Are there people who have uh, taken forever to get you verses back? Yeah, <laughs> it is. But mostly, most of the time, like, you know, they do really good. But who's, like, who's, like I said, like I, I work in the studio mostly with people, mm-hmm. so I get my stuff and I go right there. Who's someone who's sure. gotten your stuff back like right away? Um, Schoolboy Q, French Montana, Rocky takes forever. <laughs> is it? Is that because it's his creative process, or he's? I just think like, it's his, it's his creative process, and he got to be feeling it. Yeah. Like, I respect it, but he takes forever. <laughs> yeah. take forever. Currency took forever to give us our verse. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. And who else? 
I mean, I mean, Freeway was immediate. Bun B was immediate. Yep. Mayno was immediate. Lil John was immediate. Yeah, but like, there's people out there that like were waiting three years on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna wait no three years. No. So. Are you excited about what comes with a new album? Like in terms of like yeah. doing the press. Doing the promo, the rollout, the rollout. Definitely excited. I'm, I mean, I'm, you love doing press. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm in a good, I'm in a good space in my life. You know, I've grown a lot. Um, I've traveled a lot. I've seen different things. So I got a lot of new things to talk about, and I got a lot of things to talk about that I didn't know how to really articulate on the first album, or you know, whatever. So, you know, I feel like people. It's a lot of growth on this album musically. Um, Lyrically, everything. Do you feel like you need to call something an album anymore, or like you know, yeah, you put def- out a mixtape. You, I mean, and it sold like an album. Yeah, because the album just and has it that s- like an album that seriousness to it. Yeah, like a mixtape is like our artist freedom. It's like you know, an album you be pulling hairs out trying to figure out, damn, how am I gonna sequence this? How I'm gonna do this? But then a mixtape is just like you could just have your. It's like a, a artist. Playground, you could just throw songs on there, it ain't gotta make sense. Yeah, it's a mixtape, it's mixed up. Yeah, what was oh, you sampled Frozen, for, yeah, for Ferg Forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I actually seen a fan do that in the video on YouTube. They they did like a let it go videos with the Frozen <laughs> thing, and I was just like, it'd be funny to just put that at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, before we started the interview, we were like, oh my god, we have to ask you one question, and we forgot to ask oh, you right. the one question. Oh, yeah, okay, here which we go. Is, um, What's your best Josh Dick story? Josh, no name you mean? That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, we was uh, at a show, and uh, he freestyled for me, and I never knew he could rap. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> was it good? Yeah, it was dope. He was actually good. He said, yo, I really used to rap yeah. back in the day. <laughs> yo, Do you have to listen to him just because he's tall? Nah. <laughs> yo, you should put him on a record with Marty Baller. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, be like crazy. one of my favorite things about about Josh is that... Yams would not call him Josh, Josh Dick. Yeah, we call him everybody that I know calls him Josh No Name. Well, yeah, or, or Josh Josh Richards. Josh Richards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where he made up a last name yeah. for him. Well, because you know Richard is Dick. Dick. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Josh Dick. Yeah. Shout out to Josh No Name. <laughs> we really appreciate you coming from Harlem to South Harlem. No doubt. Bridging um, the gap. We yeah. finally like squashed whatever issues we might have had. <laughs> what issues, man? I'm yo, I don't got no issues with nobody, man. Um, and congratulations on this upcoming album and for meeting people like Tim and Missy and Yeah. Everyone, it's just yeah. you've been on a remarkable ride and I hope it really continues. Man, one on the thing I got swing. to say is like meeting these people is is it's cool to meet people, but when you actually get to build with them and Missy calls me like every other day and she's giving me inspiration she's like keep going like you know she's like man you remind me of myself and all of that so when you connect with these people that's that's the blessing you get from out of it yo i don't know if your album is totally set and mastered and mixed and everything but if there's any chance for you to get missy tim and magoo on there yeah we're waiting on that even if even if there's a magoo remix then we're good yeah that'd be crazy good that'd be crazy shout out to magoo too and tim Two up, two down. Yeah. I'm, I'm Eric. I'm Jeff. I'm Ferg. Yeah. This is a uh, perfect interview. No doubt. ASAP.
you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you.